This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves books, whether you are a librarian, a bookseller, a writer, a publisher, an author. They help you to learn more about how to get the message out there about your books. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations can be for creative marketing across many different industries. Today's guest um, that we have today, Ingrid Seymour, is here with us, and she actually does not natively speak English, so um, this is exciting. We get to hear about her background. We're going to meet Ingrid and hear, you know, where, what was her journey? How did she get to being in a successful um, indie writer? Because Ingrid Seymour is a former software engineer at a Fortune 500 company who now writes full-time, which is a lot of people's dream, and has published over 45 fantasy novels. She believes hard work can accomplish anything and is living her best life. 45? Yes, that's right. Uh, Actually, at this point, it's a little bit more. Some of them are not published. Like I um, withdrew them from publishing, but I did write them. Wow. Well, welcome, Ingrid. How are you today? I'm doing great. And you? I'm great. Let's start at the very beginning. So you um, were a former software engineer. And how long did you do that? I I did that uh, since graduation in school. And it was about maybe close to 20 years. Wow. Wow. And you liked the work that you did? Yes, I really did. Uh, I enjoyed uh, uh, group work and um, at, at some point when I had um, my first kid, um, something got into me and I felt like I needed to express myself somehow. And that's when I started writing. Uh, I always kind of wanted to write. I remember since high school, I would type up in an old typewriter and I had a bunch of first chapters, but I never went anywhere. It, it never went anywhere. And at the time it was in my home country and I was writing in Spanish. Very cool. So you started writing in Spanish um, when you were younger. And at what point did you say, I think I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to, you know, leave. Did you do it at the same time that you were working as an engineer? Yeah. um, So uh, about 15 years ago, that's when I had uh, my first kid and um, she was uh, little and I just, I was reading um, all the Harry Potter books at the time and I really enjoyed the the young adult fantasy worlds and I said well I think I can do this and I've always wanted to write a book and so let me give it a try and I started and I really didn't know much about writing or what a proper work count was or genres or really anything uh, growing up in in Honduras it was a little bit different so I didn't have access to as many books and all of that so uh, honestly, I didn't even know how to write in English. So uh, I joined uh, groups online uh, that support um, writers to give feedback to each other. And um, that's kind of how I, I grew. For two years, I was pretty much a closet writer. Nobody okay. knew that I was writing anything because I didn't feel confident yet that I could um, 
write in that different language. It's a, it's a, it's a challenge. Um, you have to learn all the grammar, punctuation, all the things that I uh, didn't learn in school because I was studying computer science, not like, like creative writing or anything like that. So I just knew the basics. Um, and um, I kept writing and working at the same time, uh, raising my kids as well. And it was something I did during my lunchtime or at night when the kids were asleep. Um, and it, it certainly was um, like a hobby at the time, just something to express myself and um, release stress even. <laughs> and so um, then um, I allow some friends to, I joined a, I joined a, a writer's group locally and I started learning more about what it really was to, to write. And, and I realized my, my book that I was writing was way too long. <laughs> I had like 200,000 words in it. And I was oh like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and I hadn't even finished it. Uh, so I started learning through the group and then allowed some friends to, to read my book. And, and um, there was a lot of feedback and they really did like the story though. And so then uh, I got faster writing. The, the second book took a year and then the first one took two years. It's never seen the light of day. <laughs> and then the third one took uh, a lot shorter. It was, it took me three months to write and I was getting better. And I started to get the idea that I could get an agent um, and maybe get published. And I started um, actually querying and sending that third book out to different publishers. And I actually got that trilogy published by HarperCollins. Uh, and that's when I knew, I mean, when they said, we're going to publish you, we love your book. I knew that I had reached the goal of actually writing a story uh, that could um, get people excited and that I actually was uh, writing in English Amazing. in a way to engage people. What an accomplishment. That is such a, a, an amazing story. So can you tell me around what year um, was that trilogy published? And can you tell me the name of the trilogy? Yes, uh, the name of the trilogy is Ignite the Shadows. Um, uh, uh, the publisher is Harper Voyager. Um, and it was published in 2007, I believe. Wow. So if we look at this, 2007, over 10 years ago, you have written so many books in 10 years. Yeah, I, it's, I haven't stopped. I'm always oh writing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, That's and even, wonderful. Even, even with a job, you know, it was just something I would leave my desk and maybe it was a hard day, you know, and I would go right at lunch and I would come back and it's like, why was I worried about any of this? You know, I had gone to another world and released my stress. And so it was in a way therapeutic, but also, you know, I knew that I could publish and I, and I knew that I could maybe uh, one day become a full-time author. And you are your full-time author. Three years ago. I quit my job. Okay, three years ago. That's great. Mm -hmm.
And, you know, I think the biggest thing for people going from working and, you know, writing full time is, yes, the writing part people can do, but how do you get the books to sell? And that's why we're here on this podcast is we're talking about marketing. We're talking about how can you reach your readers so that they know of your stories. So tell us a couple of your top most successful marketing strategies that you've implemented to get people to know about your books? Okay, I I would say that um, the biggest two things that help sell my books are my newsletter and Facebook ads. Um, Those are two things that I um, have been working on for a while, learning how to run the Facebook ads and also building a mailing list that has actual readers who purchase books. Mm, Okay. So let's say I am a subscriber on your newsletter. How often are you sending the newsletter out to the subscribers? Yeah. I used to send my newsletter uh, once every two weeks. Um, and eventually decided to take the risk of doing it once a week. I say a risk because a lot of people say that it can um, become tedious for the, for the reader to get so many emails. Uh, but contrary to that, what I had heard, I actually found that um, nobody's unsubscribed wow. and my open rates went up and my click rates went up as well. Um, I also try to keep my, my list very clean of people who don't, um, interact. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that the more often when the readers hear from me more often is actually helping them keep me in their minds, um, and keeps them aware of what I'm working on. I give them updates on what a certain project, what stage is it at? Is it with the editor? Am I working on the second draft or do I have a cover? Can they help me name a character? Oh, that's exciting. So you really engage your list. Things like that. Yes, I also have a Facebook group where I do a a post every day and the readers there are interact a lot with with whatever it is I'm posting like every day. Um, and I get them involved, do polls, you know, ask them about what did you like about this book or that book, or, um, what do you think this character should do or should look like? Give me a picture. How does that look like that sort of thing so that they feel invested in the stories and feel like they're part of them. That's really neat. Now with the newsletter, um, you had said you keep a clean list. How are you selling from the newsletter? Or where where are you sending people to buy the books? I always send uh, readers directly to the vendor. Uh, I don't send them to my website um, from my newsletter. I always go directly to Amazon or uh, wherever other retailers I have some books uh, some of my books are wide in all of the stores some some are not um, and so I use one of those um, universal link providers that will allow the when they click on that link to buy the book 
it will know where they are in the world and it will show them a link for the store. Um, there like Amazon Canada or Amazon UK. So I do have a website and I have links to everywhere from there, but whenever I run ads from Facebook or I do any promotions, I always send people directly to the store. Okay. Um, because I feel like the more hopping you do to different places, the more likely you are to lose someone. Mm -hmm. And the vendor pages are designed to sell. Uh, I could probably not design anything better on my website based mm -hmm. on all the data that they have, you know, on what keeps people's eyes on the page, how the eyes get drawn to the buy button, that sort that's of thing. A really, yeah, that's a really great point to make that they, that's their job is to be a vendor and their job is to sell, your job is to write. Um, that's really wonderful. And so are you, um, I know you were published by HarperCollins. Have you then since moved away to self-publishing? I, I, I have, yes. Um, I, I am currently very purposely um, publishing indie all of my books because um, I feel I am more successful and I enjoy the control more. Absolutely. You're not sharing the profits with anyone. No. And then also I can publish a lot faster. Um, I'm publishing a book every couple of months. Ah, my goodness. That's so cool. That is impossible to do with a um, traditional publisher. Yeah, absolutely. That's, this is just a mind blowing interview. You've really become a success. You should be so proud of yourself. I just love this. Thank you. Um, you know, you also mentioned Facebook ads and we had someone on the um, podcast who kind of went into detail for Facebook ads. So I won't, I won't have you go into detail there, but in a nutshell, is there anything, you know, a couple, couple bits of advice that you'd like to share about Facebook ads? Yes, the most important thing is finding the correct audience um, and testing. Um, okay. And once you find a correct audience, then the important things are also having an image that grabs that is that is very evocative of what you write and a powerful tagline uh, that makes the reader curious about what your book um, will offer them. That's wonderful. So ladies and gentlemen, those of you listening, if you want to discover unique action-packed fantasy with empowered heroines and a dash of romance, are we, um, this is who you're going to go to. You're going to go right over to Ingrid. Um, and we're going to put links to your website, your social media handle, all on the notes page. Can you tell us, um, so out of the 45 books, are you specifically sticking with young adult or tell us like, have you dabbled into different genres before we wrap up today's interview? Uh, yes, I, I mostly write young adult and, and new adult uh, fantasy. Um, so in, in the indie market a few years back was being uh, more successful with uh, young adult. Well, in, in general, all the markets were uh, when um, Divergent and The Hunger Games and all of that was popular, where those books were popular. Um, people were greedily reading young adult, um, but that the, the markets change as you know, they always do and currently um, readers are, especially readers on Kindle Unlimited and on Amazon, are 
searching for a little bit more adult uh, sort of stories. And so I, I had written new adult stories before and I enjoy them as well. Uh, it's characters that are a bit older normally in college or starting um, to find a job or you know, create their own little business. And so the challenges are different from what a young adult would have. And I am seeing that at the moment, that is what the market, especially the indie market, the indie readers are looking for. And I think that's a good point to bring up as we wrap up is that you can't just write what you wanna write. You also have to pay attention to what's happening in the market. Definitely, if I could give anyone any advice to um, succeed as an indie author is to write to market uh, and depending on, on your genre, find out what sort of books are popular at the moment. So like if you write thrillers, for instance, at, at the moment, domestic thrillers are doing really well. Um, and it has to do with, you know, all the COVID conspiracies and uh, things that are going on around um, in the world. And that really went on here in the United States uh, with our former president. Uh, and so that kind of uh, brought this new genre or, and it's not a new genre, but it brought it to the forefront and people are more interested in reading that right now. So. Whatever it is you write, is it's mysteries or thrillers or fantasy, you have to pay attention to what is selling at the moment and sometimes be willing to uh, venture into something a little bit different and bring your own voice to it. I love that. Well, you know where to find Ingrid. We'll put all of her details and contact information for her website into the show notes. We look forward to our next interview. Remember, we air each Tuesday. We have a new interview that comes out. Until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you so much, Ingrid. Thank you for having me. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.